Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Faking Movies. I am Zach. That's right. This is Zach. Zach is the one doing a bad, bad rap. Zach, I don't know why you did that. This is Lee oh. from Faking Movies. Uh, oh. just... I was going to do you. Oh, beans. Oh, <laughs> fucked it up. And yell at myself. Why are there two Zachs in the room? What is happening? <laughs> oh, no, Seth. Seth, let's turn our cameras on so Seth doesn't get scared oh. anymore. <laughs> we crossed the stream. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Oh, Seth, geez. when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> I, I always do. Yeah. Mm. I feel like out of all the people I know, you would be the one most comfortable with doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. That'd be... (laughs) (laughs) We joke about, like, starting cults a lot, but, like, if for some reason we, like, weren't in contact for a while, and in, like, 20 years down the line, I was watching Dateline 2020... Mm-hmm. 2040 uh-huh. yeah whatever the like, version of dateline is or 2020 yeah, yeah. or like on, on our space ipads or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. google it's like glass Seth, it's just Seth google Hartnell glass new cult leader i'd be like oh yeah yep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it all tracks <laughs> let's be honest I still i i've always you know i've always fancied myself the like the face of the cult but not the guy who actually like is oh, able yeah. i'm not the i need a i feel you're not the, i need an enforcer the Rajnishi, you're the woman who is like the actual mean one. No, mm-hmm. opposite. Oh. oh, oh, you're the 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 face, the figurehead, and Seth is the oh, woman who actually pulls all the strings. Yeah, yeah. Right, and if you are oh. really, if you really know what's going on, you're like, oh yeah, that's it's it's this dude here. He's right, the right. guy. He's mm-hmm. the guy. I'm just the guy in the background building a geodesic dome. Like, when's dinner? <laughs> <laughs> have I have, do I have enough people in my downstream yet? Like, <laughs> why is why I, is I haven't made any money yet? What's going on? Why is dinner again a tetrahedron made out of spaghetti noodles? <laughs> How many portions do I get? <laughs> oh wait, what about a a, a, a tetrahedron mm-hmm. made out of raw pasta filled with sauce, and the sauce cooks it from the inside out? That's exactly Ooh. what I was talking about. Like that's 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 exactly how all the food will work. Like the, the, the purest form, it turns out, the purest form <laughs> of both artistic and culinary, um, um, you know, uh, expression. creativity, expression, fidelity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is. Every time you cook anything, it needs to come in the form of a tetrahedron. Sure. And be filled with the thing that those those squares and small brains out there mm-hmm. expect to be on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But really. That's how you get them. Yep. The pasta it's is the structure. I mean, like, say it's a rice dish. Say it's a, uh, a, um, a pilav, right? You have to glue the rice into <laughs> into lines i was gonna say this is insane but we have infinite free labor because we are in a cult so yeah anything is possible also like you could use egg whites to make a edible glue like it wouldn't be great oh, yeah. but it would serve the purpose mm, sure yeah xanthan gum whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, oh yeah this is, <laughs> just use fondant this is the way of, oh no this is the way of the future 
So yep. anyway, this is episode 177. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and Marielle works very hard on our Twitter, and it's at, at fakingmovies on that on twitter.com. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So you want to go to http colon <laughs> slash Jesus slash Christ. Uh, <laughs> don't go to twitter.net though. Mm. Ugh, twitter.dog, you do not want to see the shit they have. <laughs> no, I remember in the 90s when whitehouse.com was a porn site. I do. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. And that's when everyone learned that like, you know, domain like directories were a thing. Like yep. was even a thing at all. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, those were the days. Good times. I still get emails on that domain I gave up three years ago. Like, mm, oh, yeah. hmm. I have, apparently no one else wanted it. So, yeah. <sighs> one of these days we'll squat on a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so anyway. what are we doing this week other than reinventing the entire restaurant industry, right? And uh, cult industry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, so I, I'm doing the movie this week. Yes, you are. Um, Oh, yeah. by the way, guys, I hired uh, Allison Mack to be a consultant on the show since Ooh. we're getting into some new stuff. Her cult resume is stacked, let me tell you. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of The Val. Yeah, uh, we've been watching it too. I watched the other one. They had an entire other TV series and a movie about this. And it's amazing that they can come up with new content, but The Val is all new shit and it's incredibly good. Mm. And those people are fucking lunatics. And it happened somewhat near a place that i live yeah i just i feel like i have to like i know this isn't what this show is about but i think me and seth don't have a, even though i i do truly love this movie neither of us have a lot to say this week mm-hmm. um that's true watching the vow and like seeing all this shit like because they they oddly just recorded fucking everything apparently um, yeah. all right yeah. you're gonna have to help me along what is this i i mean Remember i know the, about the sex cult that allison yeah. mack was in but beyond that i know nothing else i haven't paid it, attention it's to it's a it started as like a multi-level marketing firm mm. that was also a cult in like the 90s it has like a 20-year pedigree oh, until we back get when to like full sex back cult. when yeah. whitehouse.com was a porn site right mm-hmm. yeah like around then. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> back in the good old days um <laughs> But like just seeing all this footage of the the guy who uh, Keith, that dude who was like the the head man in Keith the, Ranieri, yeah, yeah, uh, convicted fucking uh, a human trafficker, yeah, yeah. Um, spoiler alert, oops, <laughs> yeah. Um, and just listening to him talk and thinking like, how did people fall for this? I know. A that well, and I think yeah, the I mean, the how does any cult talk... work? You give them community, you you give them support, yes. and then you I... make them fear the outside. And you 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 target wayward people. Like we, we did the cult movie. What was the um like not that long ago? Oh, the the one that I faked and did a better version. We of. have a bunch uh, of cult yeah, movies, definitely, yeah. but um yeah yeah no you you target wayward people that are like looking for a thing. Um, I, yeah, so that thing is weird, but they talked a lot about that. And I, I think the, the weird thing for me was like, so every person on the show that got out and is now talking about like their experience after the fact, it's like when you get really fucking drunk and make a total dildo of yourself mm-hmm. one night and you wake up the next day and you go like, 
oh fuck and all that like fear that washes over you and like oh all this regret and whatever but they live that for their entire lives yeah, <laughs> yeah and, day after day after day but after instead day. of like saying <laughs> an embarrassing thing to a girl at a party in college yeah. you now were an accessory to human trafficking like, right yeah. yes and they they talk a lot about it like oh my god we did actual crimes and like now we're on the good side of it so i guess that's like five percent karma back in the right direction mm-hmm. but like fuck me that part is hard to watch these people like come to grips with Oof. the reality of their past lives. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we should move on from this. Uh, but that we was uh, episode one of our show within a show. My favorite murder two, um, <laughs> where we. Uh, yeah. Oh, if we could even be one percent as famous. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I think they made ten million dollars last year. Yeah. Oh my god! You could make money yeah. doing a podcast. Oh, they're like the pinnacle of it. Yep. Like, there's a way to not lose money actively. Mm-hmm. Yep. Karen god. Georgia really fucking killing it. God, I'm not like I'm not like deep in the hole, but like this is <laughs> this is I literally I have no other debt other than this show. Like. <laughs> You mean like a personality? Yeah, I was gonna say you have a you have a, you have a <laughs> no. Like I mean, I own everything else in my life other than this domain that we still owe money on every year. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I true. I thought you meant you had like a time debt. Like you've spent so much time into this that is just 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 ripped from your very flesh. Hey, that's that's time invested in our friendship. That's true. Together, I mean, so. I'm not also, saying that it's a poor investment. By the way, another faking movie side project. We all have a book club together with our friends. You guys can't join because you don't know us. Actually, you know what? Everybody listening knows us. If you want to join, you can. Yeah, just just <laughs> just true. let us know. We're we're yeah. reading Hyperion right now. Yeah. Um, it's quite sci-fi heavy, so it's very good. Get it's on kind board. of a slow go. Yeah. Okay. Should we do a thing? Yeah, do the thing that our show is about. Unless your story is forty minutes long, for it's. Yeah. Eh, it's longish, yeah. Okay. Um, let's do it. Okay. Yep. Um, I will happily throw Seth right under the bus for this. Cool. So the movie is Intolerable Cruelty. Yes. I'm going to spend the next six minutes uh, reading mm-hmm. off the cast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Right. <laughs> Guys, before you do that, I'm going to pull my hair back. Does it look like I'm thinning? Like it... No, but it, it, you're asking the two yeah, worst people Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Like Our bald ass mother... You completely... You piece of uh, shit. What are you talking about? Unbelievable bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, Lee, does it look like my beard is not very full? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I can't grow hair on my cheeks. Uh, rough. Rough. And then, of course, Zach right. is a baby either way. I know. I have bad hair and no beard. You I just yeah. look like an adult <laughs> baby. <laughs> Everything is bad. Uh, oh boy. So We're in a mood we have Gior- Georgie parentheses Clone High Clooney. Cl- clone I High. Do, I appreciate that because I love Clone High. Yeah. I yeah. It was Clone High, which I like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have C Z hyphen Jones parentheses cubic zirconia or Czech Republic dealer's choice. Yeah, I was the one who came up with uh, C Z Jones. Uh, so, yep. but the I mean, rest like of that it. is all Seths. Mm, mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, certainly, uh-huh. certainly. B yeah. um, B Thornton parentheses weird. Oh, uh, I also came up with that one. Uh, I didn't get that. One. Is this because BB? <laughs> well, Billy Bob. Billy he Bob. also famously is a, a, a kind oh, of weirdo. Oh, he is extremely weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just weird that he's in stuff. Is what I'm saying. Oh, well, this movie is kind of old, as I recall, right? Maybe Not like super maybe. old, but like kind of. Old. I mean, I, I mean, since you've already written your thing, it's from the early 2000s. Yeah, it's 2003. Okay. 
I mean, Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it, so that, again, like, narrows the field. She did really, uh, she took a purposeful hiatus from acting for, like, ten years at one point. Mm-hmm. She did, like, two movies in that span. To, so. to get emotionally abused by Michael Douglas? Was Apparently. It <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, throat cancer from eating out too many broads. Like, yeah, that's dude. the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Chill. What a nightmare. Yeah. Um, this I think is my favorite of the group. Oh. Uh, Cedric parentheses capital T the unparentheses the entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. Honestly. So I know it's I know it's not spooky Vember anymore, but uh, I watched uh, last week um, first reformed that mm-hmm. Cedric the entertainer is in and is absolutely outstanding. Uh, what is this? I know yeah. nothing of this. Uh, it's uh, Paul Schrader. He wrote Taxi Driver. He oh. uh, has directed several famous movies, including one that I really, really love called Mishima, A Life in Four uh, four Parts. Um, hmm. Anyway, uh, he, he wrote and directed this, and it's uh, Ethan Hawke's in it. Yeah. I usually hate Ethan Hawke. Um, yeah. And I won't uh, give up anymore because we could apparently do it on the show, but Cedric the Entertainer is amazing in it. Hmm. He has... Uh, yeah, I, he's been in a lot of stuff recently in like kind of side parts, and he is quite good in almost everything. He, I think he's got that like career of like I am a comedy person, but I'm also very talented, and I'm just gonna do whatever I want. Yeah, sure. Yes, that's yeah, the yeah. way to be. He crossed the threshold of comedy quite yeah. uh, well, I would say. Yeah. Um, Keep Jeffrey going. Rush, uh, parentheses to come up with some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> It's a thinker. <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Captain Barbosa himself. Throw this man an apple. Yeah. He was Indeed. in uh, a Dostoevsky play that I saw that was very good. But uh, wow, yeah, he's had a very storied career. Mm-hmm. You ever see? Y'all ever see Quills? That one's real upsetting. Oh, he's that is that. really upsetting. No? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we add that to the Dax list. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Along with everything else, yeah. Seth, we have to watch Quills again. <laughs> I, I <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Very much don't want to, but that's yeah. fine. Uh, and rounding us out, I'm going to have to pull away from the mic a little bit to do this mm-hmm. one. Richard Jenkins! <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you did it. Per- parentheses a la outdated meme about World of Warcraft. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. We all love Richard Jenkins. We do. Yep. And I like that goof. Uh, Richard! From the internet. <laughs> yeah, now, oh, God, he did it. Oh, he really did it. Correct me if I'm wrong, Zach, but did... Friend of the show, Jeremy, went to college with someone who uh, knew the person who who inspired that meme. Oh, Ooh, interesting. Like, that's possible. Occasionally played Warcraft with said person. Wow. So I recently found out that that meme was staged. Yes, um, oh, it was. I, really? I mean, in like the last two months, which is a weird. Yeah, time it only frame it only learn about that. It that, only broke that, uh, like maybe a year ago that that it was oh, staged. No. Okay. But yeah, that meme. That meme was a Jeopardy clue, like five years ago. Yeah. It's OG meme. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. That's back when we were people that would use the word meme. And I was in high school. <laughs> I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So, so that's the whole this, thing. This, this really Clooney, my heart. Yeah, Billy can you Bob say their Thornton, names normal? Just for the... Cedric the Entertainer, Jeffrey Rush, and Richard Jenkins. Yeah, it's it's a it's a... Bam! It's a big cast. It's there's it there's a few other famous people that we didn't give you too. Yeah. So. Okay, I was gonna say the only other thing I know about this is it is a Coen Brothers movie because I think we were all talking about this and I said I hadn't watched it. It's like one of the few mm-hmm. Coen Brothers that I didn't know yeah. about, and we said let's save it. So. And just for some local color, it is my second favorite Coen Brothers movie. 
I would say this is definitely bottom rung for me. Oh, fun. <laughs> Seth. Okay. It agrees with most people. Yeah. It turns out. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Okay. I have my um, I wrote a decidedly not Cohen-esque movie, I think. It doesn't feel like a Cohen. Right, well, I mean, that's let's... how our show works, so yeah. let's, let's yeah. hear it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So, George Clooney is the kind-to-everyone, lovable career actor. He's like the Tom Hanks of this universe, essentially. Mm-hmm. Catherine Zeta-Jones is somewhat new on the scene and has a bad girl-type reputation that keeps her on the front of all the worst Hollywood rags. Can you describe what she's wearing in these covers? Oh, it's like a lot of pink stuff. There's like a toy dog always in her arm. Never mind. I don't um, like it anymore. It's like, I was thinking like Paris Hilton circa when we were in college. Oh, okay. Like, I was thinking more yeah. like uh, Evil Janet from The Good Place, but Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, you were thinking oh, no, see, of the- That's the cool version. Yeah, you were thinking- <laughs> Or maybe like Michelle Pfeiffer in Grease too. You were thinking the cover of the movie Entrapment. A little sure. bit. Yeah. A sure. little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah. that movie a lot because my partner loves it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Confusing. <laughs> it's the Millennium um, Tower and Koala Lamper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Been, Y2K. I've been in that <laughs> no, tower. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she's just like deplorable and everybody hates her, but she's always in the news. Mm-hmm. And that's kind right. of So, yeah. Um, in a surprise move, they're both cast opposite one another in a huge new upcoming movie. Like, mm. it's been, like, in the works for two years. Everybody can't stop talking so about it. So we got America's Dad and the, the new Ingenue. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and they're obviously was, um, love interests. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Uh, so rumors immediately start to fly about in-person tensions, even in pre-production. Mm-hmm. So, sure. like, the drama is heightened, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. Um, so we eventually get to the filming part, um, with Billy Bob as the grizzled, no bullshit director. Weird. Perfectly. Thank you. Uh, yep. Um, he seems to be immediately irritated by all the public drama and only cares about getting the work done and putting in a good movie. Um, Cedric is our producer, uh, ultimately the person that made the decision to put these two together. Mm-hmm. He seems to sort of thrive off of all the off screen stuff because he thinks it'll drum a bunch of pre-release buzz. Like uh, that's kind of the role well, of sure, the producer. Right. He's like, a very Robert Evans style producer. Yeah. It sounds like. mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. I yeah. wonder how much cocaine he's doing. The kid stays in the picture, baby. <laughs> Not in the movie, but I, again, like I picture Cedric as like a sort of redeemable character in this movie. Yeah, sure. Because mm-hmm. that's yeah. Oh, so he's not a Robert Evans type. <laughs> yeah, I, probably not. I, I don't know much about. Him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. cocaine. Um. So, uh, Richard Jenkins is Clooney's assistant, for lack of a better term, uh, and Jeffrey Rush is CZJ's uh, agent and sort of father figure in some sense, mm. based on the age discrepancy. Um, early on, we're exposed to CCJ's dirty secret. She's actually putting on the whole bad girl sure, right. for you mm-hmm. persona. Um, because she's trying to compete with a bunch of early twenties actresses when she's nearly 30 and it seems like the best right. way to and stay Hollywood is, and pretend. Yeah. And Hollywood is particularly. She, yeah. Terrible. She had her big break later than. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like legitimately awesome, but like the Hollywood and the press machine are just like horrendous. And this God, is the it only really sounds like, it famous. sounds like you're describing if Amy Adams decided I'm going to like uh, flash a bunch of cameras instead of just make a bunch of movies. Yep. Yeah. 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 I, I Like I was trying to think of a real world example of this. I don't think it. Oh, exists. do you mean like, like Psycho Beach Party was not her big break? <laughs> no, the, the movie Bunch in movie? which she no. the movie in which she appears bottomless no Seth. <laughs> yeah yeah 
That is the hallmark of that whole thing. I learned that from a craft article, not from Zach's bootleg Mr. Skin website. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I was thinking like Chelsea Handler. Uh, Like, I don't like her brand of comedy a lot, but it seems like her thing is just to be off-putting and sort of extreme on everything. And she thinks that that will keep her relevant because Mm -hmm. everybody else is young. And it's unfortunate that in Hollywood, like, if you're a lady... That is the only thing that anyone cares about is like hotness, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which is why us as three white men should become studio executives. <laughs> That'll fix everything. No, I just like, like Whitney Cummings does this so much better. Uh, like there's a lot of that that is good. And I'm Chelsea sorry. I, I, just no, like bums no, me out. No shame and no like no judgment on, on, on somebody who is uh, very successful in their career that has never done anything to harm me. But I never thought I would hear the sentence. Whitney Cummings does this so much better. No, I know. So she has had some missteps like the show Whitney or two broke girls or whatnot. But like in general, as a person, she is actually much better Friendship than her resume. With Chris would like, <laughs> yeah, she is wicked funny and very smart and very cool. Interesting. I, yeah. That's my impression anyway. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she's pretending the whole thing. We see her interact with people very pleasantly on a personal level, um, often to their great surprise, uh, of right. course. Um, and then it seems like sometimes she remembers that she's got a reputation to uphold, so she sort of half-asses being mean to people. Yeah, but, she'll like, throw a drink at every once in a while. Right. Yeah, she, yeah. Like- she's mean to, like, people in public that like it's okay to be mean to she's not mean to like the little guy or whatever so she's mean to people like in her circle or close enough to her circle that she could make amends for it Mm -hmm. and and people that already know the whole situation right Mm -hmm. so she doesn't do what i would do which is sign an (laughs) autograph and then slap an ice cream cone out of a child's hand yes or like that sounds horrible to service workers Hmm? Sure. Yeah, that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turns out you don't need to be famous to do that. I know mm-hmm. from experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So uh, on set, uh, they, uh, her and George, uh, avoid each other for a while. And as the tension thus far is mostly manufactured, um, neither of them really want to deal with it in person. They both sort of understand the dynamic. Like, I think that happens a lot in general. Like, you know, the public persona of somebody and you're just like, I, whatever. Yeah. So George's character is like, okay, I don't like your shit, but I get why you're doing it. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is the twist yep. going to be that George Clooney is actually a super shitty guy? Um, I assume stay tuned. so. Yeah. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> uh, eventually Catherine has to go and ask George something. And she overhears him absolutely tearing apart a PA over a lunch order or something mm-hmm. dumb and benign. Yep. Um, so she sort of dismisses it because everybody has bad days and filming is stressful and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, further events start to show cracks in his public persona and she starts to grow suspicious uh, and even kind of uh, like start to tail him, if you will, uh, to see what the whole deal is. Um, simultaneously, Richard... Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Simultaneously, Richard and her... Richard is Clooney's assistant. um, I'd take uh, that amigo to my casa. (laughs) (laughs) That's his tequila brand, Casamigos. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I think he sold it. Oh, yeah. That's that's the goal. Ryan Reynolds sold aviation for like $500 million. That's insane. Not kidding. That's a real number. Tastes like nothing. Like... Yeah, it's you know, hey guys, fine. can we just like stop it with the celebrity alcohols that are like technically fine but very expensive? You know, the yeah. I had aviation before Reynolds bought it, 
many, many years. There was a before times? Yes. And it was bad. It was a gin that tasted like onions. It was awful. <laughs> not, a, not, I mean, like, I guess if you're expecting people to use it for martinis, maybe that works. But yeah, like... if you if you want to do it that way, but like, it was it was really it was a really gross Genevieve gin. Like, and I like Genevieves, but it was bad. I know you do. You talk about it. Sure, sure. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But anyway. Um, I don't know, and yep. then it got better, and I actually liked it for a while. Oh. Um, in well, and as years. far as Casamigos goes, uh, I have not had all of their uh, offerings, but I've had their, you know, their silver. It's uh, it's it's smooth. It's, it's okay. tequila, like you know, it tastes. Fine. This has been this celebrity liquor cast. Silver tequila. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just it's like too expensive to mix with and not good enough to shoot. Like mm-hmm. you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's fair. It's fair. So next week we review Dan Aykroyd's Skull Vodka. <laughs> I hear it's and, not good. And Sammy Hagar's Cabo Wabo. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Yeah, um, Eddie Van Halen. Yep. Yeah. R.I.P. Again, I I think he kind of sucked. I think yeah. he did. Apparently, he was hard to to be around. But like you know, that's some, some. I think some that was public sweet, knowledge since like 1983. Riff, <laughs> like yeah. he did rip. He ripped. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, while she's like stalking Clooney and trying to figure out the mystery of his persona, uh, her and uh, Richard Jenkins have several interactions that start to indicate to him that she's quite a generous, uh, genuine person, um, to his surprise. And so they sort of start to form this like secret bond over both her and George's secret, mm-hmm. commiserating about having to work with him. Oh, That's it's like, can you believe thing. this motherfucker? Like, yeah. 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 I mean, and Richard has to like play it close to the vest for a lot of it because that's his whole job in life is to like keep the secret but then he gets that Catherine is like doing the same thing in reverse so it's yeah yeah Yeah. um so there are lots of middle bits where there's major tension uh sorry where the major tension is uh ccj rich and various other less powerful people um having to take the brunt of george's bullshit um, while Billy and Cedric sort of ignore the obvious and focus instead on the success of the movie, brushing off any suggestions at all sure. th- that everything isn't what it seems. Like, right, because as long as this person's bankable, it's like this is something they could get. This is what past. this, this is like, what the studio wants, right? I, I tried to nail like actual Hollywood as much as possible in this. Yep. Like, it's it like the amount like of money that it would happens. take to make him shouting at someone go away is negligible compared to the amount of money he's bringing in in the box office. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, so eventually we have a private moment between George, Rich, and CCJ, uh, where George absolutely tears Richard to shreds, this person that Catherine has now befriended, uh, mm-hmm. and it's implied that George assumes Catherine is either, quote, a dumb woman or simply not powerful enough to out him on his dumb bullshit. Oh. Um, thus, he bins her with all the other, like, nothing people um, and feels that he can privately be shitty around her without any repercussions. Jesus. This is the absolute last straw for Catherine. Yeah, uh, don't be mean so, to Richard Jenkins. Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> the the world's dead. Yeah. Uh, so I they, love Richard Jenkins. I don't like. I would be so crestfallen if I found out that he was a bad person. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It would. I mean, much like Tom Hanks. Like, yeah, it would be a bummer. Tom Hanks feels like there's more investment from the rest of the world, and that's what would bring me down. Sure. Richard Jenkins is like he he's, owns my heart. He's our boy. He's yeah. our special boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's my special boy. Like, <laughs> he's looked the same since the Witches of Eastwick. Like he's yeah, my that's boy. True. 
That's a good 40 years. Do you <laughs> yeah. think that he is perhaps a Highlander? Do you think him and Steve Zahn hang out? Shit. Do you think him and Steve Zahn hang out? Oh, shit. Oh, shit, because they're, they're the only people they can talk to. And no one else understands their they journey. They only get it. Yeah, fuck. Oh, fuck me. That's really cool. Shit, like we haven't that. talked about Steve Zahn in a while. And yeah, we should have a whole mythology around our stupid show. <laughs> we should pull another Zahn pretty quick, yeah. Yeah, Richard, <laughs> Richard Jenkins in the Zahnverse. I love that. I love that mm. for Richard. Because Zahn is always <laughs> I like I love a, that journey for Richard Jenkins. <laughs> Zahn's like a 22. Richard Jenkins is always like a 57. Like mm-hmm. I love that they hang out, and they're both distraught over their forever, their own age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, like Steve That's Zahn's cool. a, a Kentucky boy. I don't know if he's from Kentucky, but he I he believe. lives in Louisville yeah. for sure. Uh-huh. Um, okay. That uh, Jenkins strikes me as the kind of guy, as someone who lived in Kentucky, who could uh, <laughs> he could he could find the joy in Kentucky. That's it. I could see him on a rocking chair on a porch for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I. Had a hard time finding the joy in Kentucky, but that's more <laughs> that about, is true. That's mm. more about me than anything else, and, yeah. and we can move on from this conversation. Yep, boy, boy, we can. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> um, now that the jig is up, uh, they uh, Richard Jenkins and CZJ team up with all of the supporting crew mm-hmm. in a kind of quote Home Alone style sabotage. <gasps> oh, I like this. Fuck yeah, to fuck up a full day of shooting. And get George Clooney as riled up as possible to bait him into showing his true colors. Zach, how did you beat my second favorite Coen Brothers movie? <laughs> we're we're doing a lot of like irons on strings and like crazy bullshit. Yeah. Um. So this, of course, results in unprecedented uh, Christian Bale esque public onset mm-hmm. freakouts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, including targeting the quote big people, uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Cedric, uh, that like actually matter in the Hollywood hierarchy. Whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. people. Um, it's mm-hmm. it is so bad that even the likes of Christian Bale or Mel Gibson like could not recover from this nonsense. <laughs> so like Mel Gibson is like giving a a, a quote to fucking uh, Entertainment Tonight about oh I might all that was out of line. Like, <laughs> That's a weird British accent for me. I was born. <laughs> I was born in in uh, in uh, Long Island, New York, and lived there until I was like eleven. But I'm Australian, mate. Oi! <laughs> uh, you're doing a Michael Caine for that's yeah, confusing. I yeah. thought I was doing Mel Gibson, but let's go. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um. So he's of course fired, and we do a press montage showing that his career is basically over. Um, obviously everyone else also figures out that CCJ's actual deal, uh, is, you know, genuine and good. And mm-hmm. like, right. When the footage leaks the of her being incredibly kind to the person that George Clooney was incredibly shitty to. It's right. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. Like you, it, it you, can all be very, very calculated home alone style, <laughs> which I, I yeah. mean, I, I don't know. Let's say that, uh, CCJ is like a, uh, like a, like a weird electric fireplace lighter. And, yeah, there you go. And there you go. our emotions are that doorknob. Let's say uh. that. Let's say that. Uh, <laughs> I got uh, nothing. Uh, I don't. I never seen that movie. Let's say that George Clooney uh, throws a bunch of cans of of paint at Daniel Stern, and CG CZJ is there to uh, uh, put his nose back in place. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Catherine Zeta Jones <laughs> and Joe Pesci are essentially the same person in this situation. Mm-hmm. I've I feel like we've been saying that for years. That's yeah. true. She yeah. does amuse me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, uh, CCJ becomes like the spiritual figure. Funny like a clown. <laughs> of revolutionizing what, quote, modern Hollywood should be like. Like she, mm-hmm. 
really turns the page and like women don't have to be treated different than men in terms of like, you don't have to be like a total asshole, like young, whatever. And mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. also George Clooney and many people like him in this universe are just terrible. And like, let's be done with it. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that's the way it should go. Yep. We did it. We solved it. Let's well, burn I it down. Fucking loved it. Great. Like, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, Seth. Let's all be a bunch of little Seth Rollinses and burn it down. <laughs> yeah. Why we not? were talking about wrestling before we started recording, guys. And oh, then, uh, yeah. And that's that's just uh, another wrestling joke. For God, Kevin, if we ever, just for Kevin. If, if we ever make any money on this podcast the first thing we're doing is buying lee a goddamn wwe belt. yeah that's true <laughs> the first like twenty thousand pennies that we ever make yep. are going right to a wrestling belt. right into how many that wrestling belt. how many pennies is twenty thousand in dollars it's like 200 bucks oh, okay wrong? cool cool no yeah yeah that's good yeah. i thought so i wasn't sure <laughs> yeah you know simple maths um <laughs> yeah simple thanks <laughs> Oofers. Uh, all right. What? Uh, what's this whole Coen Brothers thing about? All right. So, uh, Zach, do you want the IMDb one sentence summary for this 2003 I film? Would love it. This. I. It's got to be a rom com, right? They've got to fall in love. Yeah. This 2003, uh, one hour and forty minute film. Thank the gods. It's, <laughs> it's short. It's not long. Yeah. For Coen Brothers, for sure. Yeah. Right. So, um, whew, all right. A beautiful gold digger matches wits with a shrewd Beverly Hills divorce lawyer who is increasingly attracted to her. This that is sounds nothing like a Coen Brothers movie. That That's is very amazing. much what this movie is. Yeah, they they kind of nailed it with wow. this description. Yeah, they they it you know sometimes it's way off, but this time. Yeah, that's, uh... was this? Were they in a slump and Hollywood was like, "Hey, we'll, well fund the next twenty years of your movies, but make let me this give you piece a, of shit." And then, let me give like, you a little background. I'll give you a little background. Please. So before Fargo, Mm -hmm. when they were in a tiny slump, uh, not artistically, because they had just put out two incredible movies in a row that everyone, honestly, like five incredible movies in a row that everyone loved, but none of them really made a lot of money. Financially. Yeah. Um, They were taking some spec work and they worked on a script that already existed called Intolerable Cruelty. Mm -hmm. And while they were doing that, they uh, purchased, I guess, the rights to uh, make it if it ever was going to get made. And that is where this movie comes from. But, okay, before Fargo, so then it took another, like, eight years or more? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, weird. it wasn't it, it wasn't like a... And also uh, they put out Fargo and uh, Big Lebowski and maybe and, more things between them. And uh, uh, the reason Billy Bob's in this is because he was in The Man Who Knew Too Much. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wait, yeah. is that the name of that movie? No, that's not the name of that movie. Mm, he uh, was in a, The Man Who Wasn't There. Yeah. That's another Coen Brothers oh, movie. Oh, okay, okay. Which has a weird uh, UFO runner going through it for such a serious movie. But anyway. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, um, Communion with Whit- Whitley Striver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> yep. Never We're mind. We're going to move past that one. <laughs> All right. I am I'm Sometimes happy. the golden goose lays a lead egg. I don't know. But... <laughs> Well, yeah, that's all. Oh, I mean, it's like the golden goose lazy uranium egg, and then it, you know, it, it breaks down into lead. So that's all. Yeah. Sure. Alchemy, alchemy, alchemy. Mm-hmm. Um, Continue. Okay, let me give you a one. <laughs> so this is Zach right around the period where the Coen brothers uh, really leaned into that, like, one serious, one funny, one serious, one mm-hmm. funny. 
Uh, okay, I was going to say, like, Oh, Brother, We're Out Thou has to be right after this, maybe? Before. It's right before it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, like, they they had been doing, like, a lot of back and forth for a while, but, like, this is when it really became a thing that people noticed, and I think it's because they had been so successful for, for at this point mm-hmm. for a little yeah. while. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, the movie starts, uh, there's, I'm only going to talk about this cold open because it's important to the rest of the plot. Yeah. Jeffrey Rush is a, um, soap opera producer who catches his wife cheating on him and a whole bunch of shenanigans happen. And his wife ends up, uh, retaining George Clooney as her lawyer and she takes him for everything. Yep. Okay. So George Clooney is the best divorce lawyer ever. He has a thing called (laughs) the Massey prenup because it's. It's unbreakable. It's ironclad. Yeah, he keeps getting hired. He's never lost a case. He's the best. He he doesn't believe in love. He doesn't believe in in romance, anything. You see where he also continually going, tans and gets teeth whitening during the movie, and it's incredible, and I love it. Um, wow. Man. I mean, this this fits his dumb, incredibly gorgeous face. Like, he would be that guy. Yeah. That yeah. Sense, yeah. Exactly. It is what George Clooney should be doing in real life instead of acting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Certainly. If his yeah. if his aunt wasn't a famous actress, this is what George Clooney yeah. would have done with her. Oh, certainly. Yeah. 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 Real Rosemary's Baby situation. Oh! Because <laughs> <laughs> Rose, Rosemary Clooney was his aunt. Back. It, was right, a, right. it was a yeah. rough yeah, She was on the Dick Van Dyke show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the big case he takes in the beginning of the movie is um, Edward Herman, who is uh, the grandfather on Gilmore Girls and yeah. uh, the dad on Richie Rich. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah. He has a very he, punchable he play- face. And he loves trains in this. He does love trades. He plays a guy named Rex Rexroth, who is uh, his wife is uh, Catherine Zay Jones, and she's trying to divorce him and take all his money because she caught him cheating on him. And by she caught him, I mean Cedric the Entertainer, who is a private, private inve- eye yeah, catches private him. Private investigator. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that role for him. That is exactly mm-hmm. ancillary an, character, but like gets to show up and do half comedy, half serious. Oh, he is an exuberant yeah. private eye who Oof. videotapes everything and shouts things like, "I just busted your ass." Just Yep, uh, over perfect. and over and over again. He said yes. that also, so many I, times. I literally can't hear another word in English until you clarify. Rex Retherton? What was Rex that? Rex Rexroth is his name. Mm-hmm. So his name is Rex Rex. Mm-hmm. His name is wow. King King Roth. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is the I, most dumb rich guy name that I imagine they could come up with. So yeah. the Coen brothers bought the script and then could do anything they wanted to with it, and they didn't change that character name? <laughs> So you got to remember, they bought this script around the time they did my favorite Coen Brothers movie, The Hudsucker Proxy. That's a good one. The Hudsucker Proxy. Wow. You do like a dark horse for sure. (laughs) The Hudsucker Proxy is a like weird screwball supernatural comedy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a screwball romantic comedy. This is like Hepburn and Cary Grant, only updated to the 90s when they reworked the script, only made in the 2000s when it doesn't make sense anymore. Okay, okay. All right, that yeah. puts it in good context. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. All right. So Clooney figures out a way to beat uh, Zeta-Jones in this seemingly ironclad divorce case. Um, Richard Jenkins plays her lawyer, a guy named Freddie Bender, and she keeps talking about how, uh, I'm sticking with Freddie Bender. He really needs a win. Um, so <laughs> That's fun. I mean, that's very Coen Brothers. Like, yeah. Yeah. Come on, underdog. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the way he beats them is he tells his assistant, uh, Paul Adelstein, who is in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I can't. I'm- 
I was trying to think of other things that he's been in that that he's recognizable in, but uh... right, he's not very recognizable in this because of his haircut. But mm-hmm. um, okay. anyway, so he tells his assistant, uh, his investigator, uh, to like uh, he tells him the story of Thorsten Norgay, the guy who uh, helped Edmund Hillary climb Everest, mm-hmm. and he says, "You need to find our our Thorsten Norgay." And he's like, "How do I find that?" He goes, "Look for the guy with the silliest name." Which the only reason <laughs> I'm going into such detail is because there's a court scene where right. there's a man with a very silly name who they call up to the stand, and that's what swings the case in their favor. Okay, um, and it is lovely, and I love it, and it's so stupid, and I love it. Yeah, um, what is his name? The the Baron Kraus von Espy. Yes, the Baron Klaus von Espy, and he goes on the stand with a little Pomeranian under his arm, and he is oh, yeah. a concierge, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- uh, who is this movie for? Like, okay. Me. This movie is for <laughs> well, yeah, me. Right. <laughs> like, okay, if it's a romantic comedy, I get it. If it's a Coen Brothers movie, I get it, but we're somewhere in the, like horrendously skinny Venn diagram overlap that oh, yeah. I, it's just no. you it, or I mean, us, us it, collectively. Us. No, I have no interest in this. I did not. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> Seth, you mentioned you hate this, but <laughs> I don't hate it. It's just of the Coen brothers movies. It's not very good for me. Sure. So I, it, it uh, rival. I mean, it, it's got to stand up against the, the Titans. So yeah. Yeah. Like the so Hudsucker proxy. Yeah, this, this is a regular <laughs> Perseus with uh, Medusa's head slaying the Kraken while <laughs> the gods look from on high. Yep. yep. Hera, Are you Hera... talking about the original Clash of the Titans with all the the <laughs> like uh, the, the 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 claymation skeletons uh-huh. and shit? Yeah, the 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 Ray Harryhausen shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So. Um, the rest of the movie is about Catherine Zeta-Jones and George cool. Clooney like one-upping each other, both in romance and in court. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, I don't mean to sound like I wasn't paying attention. Who is Catherine Zeta-Jones? She's, she's the... the wife of Rex Rex Roth. And got she's, it. Got yeah. it. Got it. Okay. And she loses that case where um, she was basically assured that she was going to be set for life. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So now she's so destitute. She, she is the gold digger in the original IMDb. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Indeed. Okay. Uh, so she ends up, this is a spoiler for the reveal, but she ends up hiring a soap opera actor, Billy Bob Thornton, Mm -hmm. who she meets through Jeffrey Rush, who is now homeless, even though he's a famous soap opera producer, Mm -hmm. uh, because of George Clooney wrecking him financially. Um, and she hires this dude to pretend to be her new husband, and she comes to George Clooney. It's like, write us a prenup, and he's like, oh, no, you'll never be able to divorce him. And she's like, I don't want to. And it's a whole big show where at the wedding, Billy Bob Thornton eats the prenup, and it's invalidated. And now Ooh. George Clooney believes in love again, and mm. uh, eventually it winds up where she tricks him into marrying her yep. because okay. he's, yep. he's fucking <laughs> loaded. And then... He realizes that uh, she has no money because he figures out that Billy Bob Thornton was an actor. Mm-hmm. She's going to divorce him. So they try to hire someone to kill her. That doesn't work. Now it, we're in a Coen Brothers movie. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. right. <laughs> this, this doesn't work. In the meantime, while basically George Clooney is going to be ruined financially when she divorces him, we find out that Rex Rexroth has died and never changed his will. So she inherits everything. So now she's even richer than him. So he Mm. won't be financially ruined. And then during the divorce proceeding, 
they tear up the prenup and decide to stay married and that's basically the movie and there's a lot of fun uh reaction shots of like richard jenkins like swooning when they tear up the prenup and crying <laughs> over like yeah it's, it's great stuff um uh they, the the refrain Marilyn you'll be exposed keeps happening because her character is Marilyn and she keeps refusing to sign prenups and then signing prenups and then tearing up prenups and like it's yeah. it's so stupid and silly and I fucking love it oh and at the end yeah. it turns out that uh, Jeffrey Rush gets back into the TV yeah. game by uh, producing a show where Cedric the Entertainer is a reality show host who catches people cheating on their spouses. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's a, this is the worst part. It's called America's <laughs> it's called what? Uh, uh, America's best divorces or something. It's something incredibly dumb Ooh. and you see the opening scene for it all and it made me sick to my stomach. It was I mean, really that, fucking that is, terrible. It's social commentary on the thing that was happening at the time, which was reality TV was taking over. And oops, it only got worse. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it just yeah. it just seems so dumb. It's so yeah, yeah. dumb that's to true. me. Well, there's a great yeah. scene, Zach, where uh, Clooney is supposed to be the keynote speaker in this association of divorce lawyers. And he gives this big speech about why love is important and love matters. This is after and all this. this is after he has decided that he's in love, and before yeah. oh. he finds out that he was tricked by CCJ. Mm-hmm. So, so he's bucking the trend at the divorce lawyer mm-hmm. conference and doing the opposite thing. And he yeah. declares, "I'm going to work pro bono cases from yeah. now on." Yeah. And like, yeah, it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. amazing. I'm sorry, Seth. I know this movie is dumb, and I know it doesn't make sense, but I fucking it does love sound it. dumb. Like on paper, I'm on Seth's side for. Sure. <laughs> it is so it Zach, is you'd probably like it i mean i i i hated yeah. it because i i wanted a coen brothers movie and like while there are like hints at the fun humor uh coen brothers hijinks there's humor in the darkness there's fun in the light sides of it but it, it really doesn't mesh but just for no. some reason it just works it's, for it's, me it's, it seems it sure. seems very uh uh, schizophrenic is not the right word because that's not really what's going on, it's, but it is extremely disjointed. I would say no. It, yeah, it. I think it's. I think it's trying to be a mesh of both, like a serious romantic film at the same time as being a goofy Coen Brothers. You know, it, right. if you've watched a lot of like 30s and 40s romantic yeah. mm-hmm. screwball comedies, yeah, it it's, makes sense. It's it, a it, Roman it, it, holiday. It comes across- it's a. It's a fucking. I don't know. It's man. a, it's a, it's a, it happened one night. It's a bringing yeah. up baby. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah. Oh, right. I did watch that one. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> it's, it's not a successful version of that, mm-hmm. but it is a version of that. Yeah. And for some reason, I love it to death, and I don't know why. Yeah, that is I mean, weird. Like, I, I, so what I what I hear Seth saying is like, I wanted a Coen Brothers movie, which is a thing I can relate to. And mm-hmm. what I hear Lee and saying there... is, I wanted a Coen Brothers movie, but put a weird stink on it that no one else is gonna like except for me. Yeah, which is, I, I mean, that's something, I guess. <laughs> well, I wanted yeah, one like... or the other. I I didn't <laughs> you... want this this middle ground. I you think. guys know you guys know what my favorite movie is. You know my favorite movie is White Hot American Summer. You know that yep. it's a weird parody that most people don't think succeeds, but the people who do think it succeeds are like so bought into it that they can't even breathe yeah, I, around I it. Love oh that yeah, movie. That on movie board, is spectacular. super yeah. on board. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like this is a version of that style that doesn't work at all. Mm-hmm. Like it never yeah. was gonna work, 
but because it's that style, I can't let go of it. Mm-hmm. I get that. Is it is it possible? Have you considered that you are uh, a mega hipster and you like it because it's antithetical to the thing that it's trying to do? <laughs> yeah, mm. No. <laughs> Just saying. I, you know. <laughs> I have been putting my hair up in a man bun in the morning to make it easier to hey, get ready. We all love that. We all love it, that. It is Don't very get good. I like it doesn't look good on many dudes, but man, it doesn't look good on me. <laughs> oh, I beg to disagree. Yeah, no, I I I agree with Zach on this one. It's uh it's a it's a good look. There's a lot of envy going on on two sides of this yeah. uh, Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. It's so sweet. I'm so glad I make you guys rock hard on the reg. That's so yeah. nice. Yeah, of course. Like, I, mean, <laughs> I hold that power yeah. over you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, All right. Are, are there any things about that? I mean, it's a Coen Brothers. There's got to be some I have, I have like two brief things. Seth, do you have anything? Not really. I mean, I said my piece. I essentially like I didn't like it because it felt disjointed and also i had a weird awful day and you know how how the day goes when you watch a thing also affects how you oh yeah uh, you watch a thing that you don't particularly like and you're already having a bad day that's just like a recipe for disaster yeah Yeah. that's 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 essentially what happened it's It's probably better than the way that i interpreted it it's a regular molly hatchet (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ all right (laughs) flirting with disaster mm-hmm. uh-huh. um my two brief things are um this is the first movie the coen brothers made that wasn't a concept that they came up with right mm-hmm. and my second thing is um before they own the rights to it and took a crack at the script um jonathan demi was going to make it and he wanted to cast will smith in the george clooney role hmm Oh, so it's like wow! It's like a hitch before hitch. Yeah, that yeah. would have literally just been hitch. It's a yeah. proto hitch. Wow. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's all. I mean, there's nothing notable about this movie. No, <laughs> apparently it, not. Yeah, it made money though. Oh, there was um, I there there was a music thing that I noticed partway through that I thought was interesting. But oh yeah, you mentioned this. Um, that there was like a so Zach, do you know the concept of a leitmotif? I know the term. I don't know that I know what it is. Well, it's it's essentially that you have like a running theme. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Certain, certain, like certain, certain characters. It's, it's Wagnerian who was an anti-Semite and a piece of shit. But (laughs) I mean, he didn't invent light motifs, but yes, he is. He's the one who made it widely recognized and gave it a term. But essentially like you have themes that are associated with characters and just like a general mood. And then you do variations on whatever that theme is to denote. It's it's supposed to give the the audience like a a, a hallmark for the. I don't know how substantiated this is, but I they they were constantly in the way I was listening to it, doing a leitmotif of Green Sleeves, which um, was the song that Henry VIII wrote for Anne Boleyn and then Ooh. played it at her execution. Ew! <laughs> Ooh, that's fucking dark. Yeah, you uh, know, that, that fun Christmas song that we hear all the time? I had a little music box. So yep. you, know, you turn it and it was made out of brass. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a murder song. <laughs> wow oh. there's a murder and infidelity or slash uh divorce i guess if you want oh. it that way song so 
I I have to go into my Nick Cave uh, collection, but it, it feels like he would have covered it if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> he he did like the morose. It is true. Oh, the bad seeds, baby. Um, yeah. Anyway, there's that's also a, a thing lot of popular that I in the instrumental parts of this. Interesting. There's some okay. there's some really good like really. I think a lot of the budget for this movie probably went to song licensing because like for sure as as Jeffrey Rush in the opening scene is driving to his home, uh, he's singing along to the boxer by Simon and Garfunkel. And one of the songs that recurs in the movie is um, uh, Elvis. Yeah. Suspicious uh, minds, suspicious minds, mm-hmm. which, you know, he, he's getting married in Vegas. Uh, they get married in Vegas, him and him and Catherine Zeta Jones. Um, and also he's a divorce lawyer and everything of, you know, love is fucked in this movie. Yeah. Um, they do so like should... some Tom Jones and some some you know oh, French. Well. Uh, it's a lot of Edith Vegas Piaf people and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's. it's... Um, we should mention Edward Herman dies uh, the happiest death that a character has maybe ever died. Yeah, uh, oh. as as Seth mentioned, he loves trains, and he loves uh, uh, blonde, big-breasted women in <laughs> lingerie, mm-hmm. uh, okay. which is how he he gets caught by uh, Cedric the Entertainer's character. Uh, but he he dies of a heart attack. Well jumping up and down on a bed with a conductor's hat on, blowing a train whistle as a group of blonde, big-breasted women in lingerie jump up and down with him singing I'll Be Working on the Railroad. In front of the front of a goddamn train that is in his bedroom overlooking his bed. Perfect. All right. Yeah, so the Cohen stink is all over this for sure. No, yeah, no. There's there's a couple of times. (laughs) And if I had been in a better mood, that would have been a really fun scene. I was gonna say, like, I I've only seen I've seen the the cover of the like the DVD cover or the poster or whatever of this, and it's, it's just Catherine Zeta and George Clooney yeah. looking at each other, and it looks like Horse like shit? a very yeah. very dumb early two thousands rom com. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. the and movie you guys are describing to me is very much more. It's of still a weird. It's yeah. still there's weird, a lot of but... weird shit going on. Yeah. I so th- this I imagine a lot of people went to the movies like before you know you could just look shit up on the internet mm-hmm. in the early 2000s and like moms and dads like got babysitters and went out and they were like oh that looks cool those are two famous people and they went in and they were like well this movie's fucking weird mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> did we mention that uh billy Bob thornton eats the prenup uh at the wedding ceremony on the altar by pouring barbecue sauce on it and then eating oh. it you yep. did mention the eating. You did not mention the barbecue. Yeah, sauce. that's pretty weird. Yeah, that is it's, quite weird. It's, yeah. There's there's a bunch of fun weird shit in this and that I, I guess I didn't realize that at the, like I didn't remember it. At the I time. think Seth's not coming around, but he's warming up. I, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, no. I I've been in. You you you, you press the extra thirty seconds on that microwave and. <laughs> uh, like I got one of them buttons on my microwave. Yeah, I'm still stone cold on the inside, but like the outside is now like a little frizzled. I can't use that button on my microwave because my microwave uh, throws throws my breaker. Uh, It's too powerful for this for this old house. I got called Bob Vila for that. It's probably Uh, on the. It's on the same thing as like the. Every, kitchen lights or everything else. Or yeah. Yeah. You know, we share the wall with our neighbors. So oh, yeah. I'm thinking yeah, maybe their, their it's bathroom. On, it's on their like air conditioner or some shit. I yeah. think it's like their hair dryer maybe. Mm. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. So anyway, I got to run my microwave on half power. So like. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Barbecue sauce. Still burn. Yeah. I'm, I'm running. I'm running that tragedy in my life. <laughs> 
Uh, before we get to rates, what was the money on this? You said it was like not great, right? No, it was very successful. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. because everybody got because the poster into going dope. to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the budget was sixty million, and the box office Whoa! was a hundred and twenty point two. Fuck my butt. That is yeah huge yeah. for that amount of or that era. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to figure like they're not. Ooh. They're not putting a lot into marketing. The marketing is just movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones and George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Right. No, it's just the poster that yeah. we've mm-hmm. all seen. Yeah. yeah. I believe this is the movie that came out uh, directly after Catherine Zeta-Jones won the Oscar for Chicago, too. So, like, they got that heat. That wouldn't oh. surprise me. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Sure enough. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Tight. All right. So well, it goes. Good on them. Um, those, right. those sweet Cohen boys. Uh, man, they've had a hell of a... I mean, they're incredibly talented, but they had some good luck along the way, too. <laughs> they had a weird career, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. Yeah. God, I really want to watch Raising Arizona and cry a bunch now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That, hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> right. So the IMDb rating, which I could swear was a tenth of a point higher when we started this podcast. Ooh, <laughs> interesting. But, well, tell me tell me what yours says, and I'll tell you what mine says. All right. I have about. a 6.2. Let's see. I also have a 6.2. Oh, okay. Oh, see. guys, I started a bot farm when we started and just like made a bunch of zeros. Yeah. It was like ten thousand votes. So. Mm, Got it, it. has it has sense. ninety thousand two hundred and ninety eight votes. Yeah, like like eleven percent of that is me. I I play to win. Yeah, play to win. Play Mizuno, the new number one iron on the PGA Tour. That's a commercial from nineteen ninety five. All right. <laughs> so so See, you said seven point two? No, six six point two. Six point two. That yeah. sounds mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. like what I would think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'll, I'll go. No, I'll go. No, okay. you, you can go. Whoa. I'm I'm going? Tra- yeah. Traditionally, Lee goes first. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's why I, <laughs> I assume. Anyway, Zach, <laughs> yeah, but. the original movie. Yep. As I said, it's my second favorite Coen Brothers movie. I have to rate it high. There's no getting around that, baby. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I can't give this a seven and then give, like, fucking, I don't know, Barton Fink a six. Like, that's Barton not realistic. Fink. Barton Fink. Yeah. It it is a movie I've had downloaded for like a while now, and I just everything I read about it is like, oh, you don't want to watch this. Barton Fink Ugh. is a one timer. Mm-hmm. You watch that movie yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The life of the mind, baby. And uh, anyway. it resulted in one of my favorite Simpsons goofs. It did. So the one you just quoted. Yeah, that's that's the one <laughs> without a tributation. Um, mm-hmm. attribution. That's the word. Yep. Close though. All right, so I, I love this movie dearly for some reason, and I can't explain why fully, other than it seems like it's a movie that was just made for me. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, that's good. I'm gonna give it a nine. Ooh, oh my god, blistering. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. Zach. As I said earlier, you somehow beat my second favorite couple. For doofers. All right, <laughs> my baby boy, my sweet sweet baby boy. It's a ten. Holy shit. Nice. I mean, to be fair, again, this movie came out, what, 2001? Three. 2000? Three. Three? Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, was, I was tackling 2019 Hollywood issues in 2003, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was buried by the studio, but it's been rediscovered by film scholars and directors. Right. Yeah. I, I have the benefit of ahead of its time on my mm-hmm. side. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I'll do the original. Uh, it just seems kind of disjointed. It's not... Uh, well, nah. I think, These are all valid points. Yeah. Don't no, don't don't just don't. <laughs> no, I'm. You're right. You sure. are the right one. No, I'm not. I'm not negating my own opinion. Let's just let me talk. <laughs> Coen Brothers movies are polarizing. For yeah, sure. well, all yeah, of them. Yeah, but are this one, this one in particular, is not really a Coen Brothers movie. It's half of a Coen Brothers movie mixed with something else. And sure, it's sure. like it's, because they didn't it, come up with the idea. Yeah, yeah. And I think that um, again, if I had been in a better mood when I watched it, because everything is subjective uh, and dependent on environmental context, I would have probably liked this a lot more. And talking about it, seeing Lee's passion for it does <laughs> does as we said push that button that lee cannot push to add 30 seconds to his meal so <laughs> um trips my breaker baby yeah my whole breaker yeah. i'm gonna i think that like a like a six 6.2 is fine yeah okay. like it's okay. just the same as the, the imdb i think the the general populace and i for once agree you just kind of wave it off like hmm, all right yeah yeah, I mean, it's it, parts of it are very good and fun. Other parts, like, I don't give a shit. True. So, uh, um, speaking of polarizing Coen Brothers movies, are either of you not familiar with Burn After Reading? Oh, I, I, I know that one. I, I quite like it, familiar. though. Oh, um, uh, shit. I was say, because friend of the show, Austin, uh, he, I think, has the same love for that movie that I have for Intolerable Cruelty. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. it would have been great to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Burn, Burn After Reading also has Richard Jenkins in it. Hell yeah, Shit, it does. it does, yeah. Yeah, which, you know, I'm always <laughs> about. Um, yep. So, uh, Zach, for you, for um, your, your, you know, Clooney as Tom Hanks and your Catherine Zeta-Jones as, you know, uh, some kind of vapid socialite at the beginning or maybe bad janet from the good place if we yeah. want to do it well but but czj is ultimately tom hanks turns out yeah, yeah. um <laughs> right like and then janet finally the for your uh home alone style sabotage which yeah 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 that's 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 good stuff you're gonna get a 7.7 okay We'll take. Sounds like a handy win. Yeah. Or not. I don't really know uh, how those numbers average out. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a W, I think. It's, yeah. a, it's a W. Yep. Thanks, yeah. buds. Yep. I, yeah, I, I had already downloaded this movie. Again, we talked about it. Uh, yeah. We were talking about Coen Brothers shit like a while back. Yeah. And I Zach, think... I think you would probably enjoy this if you're in the right mood. Yeah. I think you'll like it more than Seth did. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like I'm going to lean more towards the Lee side than the Seth Definitely. Side. I think you definitely will. Um, yeah. Uh, just because, yeah. you know, how much I hate rom-coms and a yeah. lot of situations. Um, but I love them. And they need, to, they need to be actually good for me to love them. So. <laughs> yeah, sure enough. Uh, all right. Well, don't so cha- next week changing. is a guest of some variety. TBD. Yeah. Still working on it. We're Why in the we do this we're in the dark time. times. We don't we know do what we're doing. We do such a bad job. Like we know every fourth week we need a guest and we never do it. We I never know. plan ahead. We always panic. To be and fair, scramble. it's I mean, we're 177 in. Like it you know oh, it takes at least another two hundred before we become fucking professionals. Yeah. Before we hire somebody to get us guests. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, well, we'd have to monetize first, and that's not going to happen. You know yeah, that. I, I, uh, I know that, that I'm, like, true. built to be a famous person, but it just doesn't seem to be happening. We I talk about why. Marxism too much. Mm. 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 I'm not going to stop, so, like, I fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, on that note, I've got nothing to add, so we're done. That seems like a really great cut, guys, right? That was, that was not... <laughs>